Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. Boom. Yeah. You are allowed to record. All right, so I'll put my hand down. Okay. <laughs> put, it, put it in my pants. <laughs> Do you, what does that look like on your end when I raise my hand? Uh, I just kind of, there was just a little hand that went up. See, like you can't see that. Hey guys. Well, I can see it. I just didn't know what on the, uh, how do I, I want to raise my hand. Hang on. It's in the participants tab. But only do it if you're sure. Yes. <laughs> if you, if you have a really great joke that you want to get out raise your hand. <laughs> I got to get this out, man. If I don't, it's going to kill me. <laughs> Mr. Cutter. Mr. Cutter. Mr. Cutter. Ooh, ooh. Ben's the only one allowed to speak because he's raising his hand. <laughs> Everybody else has to be quiet. I have how, to do, how do I raise my hand? Under I don't participants. know. I can lo- lower all hands. <laughs> <laughs> Down, servants. I don't even Stop have to raise. Uh, you probably have managed participants at the bottom. No, there's nothing at the bottom. It's just Ben's name. Hmm. That's weird. I'm my, on a Mac. Computer. I'm, we're on a Mac. I'm going to turn off oh. Prism. Let's see. How do we change the full screen? Is that better? Yeah. Way. Yeah, we don't have notes, so this will work. Uh, did everybody... I've watched the episode twice. It's two days. I don't think we need notes. What happened? Yeah. Uh, I've lost... There you go. I... Well, I've lost you, Bob, and it looks like Anton's frozen. No, oh, Anton's no. just not moving. Okay. Hang on. <laughs> I'm hanging out in the living room. My, my internet's just being really dumb. Yeah, we plugged straight into the uh, the cable thing. We're getting a lot of good uh, stop motion. Just, this, I think it's mainly this computer. That's, yeah, I can see. We should probably turn that off. No. <laughs> Hang on. Can you guys hear me or no? Yeah. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. It's just the audio, just the video sucks. God, this thing is being so dumb. I make faces all day. <laughs> I drink my giant Pepsi Cola. I do need something to drink. Go get something. Now. Oh, yeah, fig- yeah, do what you gotta do. I need booze. I'm still trying to get this stupid thing to work. Yeah. That's what she said. <laughs> what the shit is going on here? I didn't do this. All right, somebody wouldn't go. That was me. Okay. <laughs> I was seeing how long I could hold that face. 
if you listen, you know that's one of the contests we do is holding a free space as long as we can. <laughs> it's really entertaining for the listener. <laughs> <laughs> it's great audio there. Yeah. Where's the fucking booze? What do you mean, where's the booze? I wonder. That's good, Anton. <laughs> I missed a good one. Just be very. <laughs> oh, you're uh, what is happening? We're all like holding as still as possible. Pretend oh. like we're frozen up. It's like a freeze frame at the end of a sitcom. <laughs> yeah. We should high five. Yeah. Eiffel Tower. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Welcome back to Dork Trek. <laughs> I missed you guys. So Manny's what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> and what a great episode to come back on to. This episode's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This uh, That's why, well, I'll save it. Yeah, ben. You know Super happy, fun Klingon episode. The yes. Duras sisters. Anything they're in, I'm in. I want to yeah. be... You would be in them. Oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> oh, yes. Their outfits, fantastic. Even Cork does it in the episode. You, he, yes. like, you guys hear me at all? Yes, yeah. now. Okay, because this thing is just not working at all on my end. Would you want me to stop recording, If see if that's... Uh... I don't know, like, because right now on the, de- on the laptop, I'm just getting that little spinny color... Thing. And that's it. All right, hold on. I'm gonna stop recording now. Okay, just yeah, because I don't think that's affecting this at all. This is just—I yeah. have no idea what's going on with this. Well, you might—you're on a Mac, so you may be getting the uh, automatic background download because there were some Mac updates this week, and, Yay! Be, and so it might be downloading those. Um, it could also be like, did Zoom update when you logged in this week? Uh, no, it didn't update yesterday. All right, so then it might be uh, doing that in the background, and then halfway through the recording, you'll get a nice little pop-up that says, oh, your software's been updated. Click here to restart. Hang on. God damn, this thing is just killing me. Can we just the mic so that it's actually... What, you want to talk, Jenny? Yeah. I know he's trying to like push fucking me out Susan B. Anthony because fucking bitch. patriarchy and shit. You have to raise your hand within the room to talk. <laughs> uh no, no, no. Oh, I just got like a pop-up bar at the bottom of my screen with a bunch of shit on it. Yep. yep. Not now. Go no. away. Now it's gone. Oh, now it's back. <laughs> the hell? No, go- I don't want to update anything. Go away. <laughs> Leave me alone. Why is the internet better at Starbucks than it is at my house sometimes? I don't understand. Aliens. I'm not saying it was aliens. But it could be. Aliens. I want to believe. I grew, I grew my hair out before the wedding because Ariel wanted me to try to do a pompadour, so, which didn't work, and I ended up shaving my head like three days before the wedding. But I grew my hair out, and it no shit did like the aliens guy hair. It was it was perfect, like spot on. So we, there's maybe like three pictures of it floating in the wild. I send them to you. There, Wait, there. which aliens guy here? The the um, History Channel Ancient Aliens guy, who's like, oh, oh okay. Because my hair doesn't 
go down when it grows out it just keeps growing up that's pretty cool it does like this weird uh einstein slash kid and play kind You're of like thing. a black man kind of yeah growing. in a lot of ways in um, in in my community that was known as a jufro ah, um, well, but it doesn't cur- it doesn't really curl it just it just goes up ah it's like uh it's defies gravity yeah it, i don't know why but that's what it does. It's fucking weird. Your scalp secretes Aquanet. Could be. That's a moneymaker right there. <laughs> Just hold me upside down three hours a day. Drain it. it every couple of hours. Hey, uh, Bobby. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, I'm seeing everybody's video is pretty smooth except you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, I mean, well, no, I'm just saying just so we can localize where this no, I know it's. I'm, I'm well aware that this is all my problem at this point. I'm gonna go upstairs really fast to see if uh, there's any high power computers that are running on the interweb upstairs. <laughs> okay, so I'll be right back. All right, we'll be here. While we're waiting, what's the sexy lady in the uh, red outfit in the background? Uh, that is Frank Cho's uh, rendition. Some of his characters uh, doing well, a tribute to Star Trek. That's quite nice. I like that. Somebody in this room is a Frank Cho fan. And Me? Oh, no, and that physically in the room. In physically it. in the Nirvana yeah. studios. That's really nice. I like that. Now I'm never going to get it hanging on the Wall Street again. Thanks, Anton. <laughs> I do what I can. I mess stuff up, and I'm not even there. Your blaster got a little loud. <laughs> Suggested oh. as well. Oh yeah, I knocked that off. Yeah, you're not going to shoot Greedo like that. Speaking of, I finally saw it this morning. It was yeah, good. We need yeah. to establish who has and who has not, so we don't accidentally tell anybody something yeah, about. Anything. Yeah, I saw it on Sunday. My wife is the best. She ordered me to go watch it. That's uh-huh. fantastic. Yeah, the wife and I took off. Uh, we took off this morning. God, it's so fun to say that. Um, we we <laughs> took the day off and. Uh, and went yesterday, some crazy shit went down at the office. I had a dude like threaten me and some just really, I hate my Jesus. job. I need a better, yeah, it's bad, man. Um, they left me there by myself. It's just a crazy clusterfuck job. I need something better. Um, yeah. But anyway, so we took the day off and uh, went and saw it this morning with her mom, who's also like an avid nerd. She reads X-Men, like hardcore knows what it's about. And uh, and like her, Ariel's mom's wife was like an avid video game player. And we have like three hour discussions about Frank Miller. So like I married into the right family to to fit me, <laughs> um, but we saw it this morning. And it was just fucking awesome. I, I really liked it. Hey Bob, have you seen uh, the new Star Wars yet? No. Okay, then we need to. Uh... All I was gonna say is I saw it. And I really liked it. That was. Rio is still dead. <laughs> I don't know if that ruins it for you or not. <laughs> Hang on. I assume. I assume he's still dead. Apparently, the uh, Ariel was spoiled on like all the big plot points on a BuzzFeed article. Somebody in the comments said everything. Yep. The uh, night before we went to go see it, I was looking at Instagram, and a random commenter posted on one of my friend's pictures the spoiler, and I was like, "Well, I guess I got to go see it now because <laughs> I don't, I don't want anything else." Again. I don't know how I managed to do it. I avoided everything. Well, see, I've been giving spoilers, but to uh, Chapter Four. 
<laughs> because you know people hey have you seen the new star wars oh yeah and i don't want to spoil anything but there's a final lightsaber battle between obi-wan and vader that's it, it it'll break your heart and then obi-wan turns off his lightsaber and says if you strike me down i'll become you know i do the whole thing you know then luke and the gang escape on the foul and they're like Wait, what you know wouldn't that be interesting if like in one of the future episodes there's a uh, force ghost battle between oh, obi-wan and vader <laughs> That actually would be cool. Mm-hmm. I think you can be a force ghost and then want to, I mean, once you get to the force ghost stage, that means that you're like at peace and Nirvana and you wouldn't. No, not true at all. Cause everything that's in clone wars is Canon. And if that makes that canonical, then that means that Darth Bane and Yoda, when Yoda was uh, using force ghost protection and Darth Bane was actually dead, the Darth Bane would have been a force ghost and they have a battle in season six, the last three episodes. Is that still Canon? Yep. Okay, so that didn't. That, it's just the expanded universe, and yeah, just because okay. Clone Wars and Rebels is considered canonical, and uh, in Rebels there's well, I won't spoil season two because I know a lot of people haven't seen it, but definitely in Clone Wars, Bane's there, which means the rule of two is still in play, which is my like that was my biggest worry is they would okay. somehow figure out how to eradicate the rule of two, but I thought they danced around it nicely, so. Okay. That but, last season of Clone Wars is pretty fantastic. I know, right? I watched it last night. Like, I, when Ariel was like, oh, we're going tomorrow, and we got home from work, and I was like, naked, Star Wars, Pepsi, all right, you're in yeah. bed, I'm in bed, let's do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. She wrote an article, she's uh, writing in, like an op-ed piece um, for Zelda Informer, um, mm-hmm. some online, like, Zelda actual publication thing. They have, like, half a million followers. Um, so she's trying to see if she can get a writing gig there as like a side thing, which would be pretty friggin' cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. So she was working on that, and I was watching Yoda. Yeah, the first uh, maybe two seasons of Clone Wars is more kid oriented, I think. Yeah, very tepid. Just once they of... figured out how to use Ahsoka, like it started getting right. Really good. Exactly. Do you just do that though to get them in? It's like this is your gateway Star Wars. It's like, oh no, look, it's it's a cartoon. No, I think legitimately they didn't have an idea of what they wanted Ahsoka to be. Yeah, I, th- I mean, especially if you watch the the movie, like that hour and a half, two hour like intro movie. Yeah. It's very there's like fart jokes and baby snot jokes, and it's very like very romper room esque. And then they get they get through season one. There's a lot of adult viewership that starts kind of picking up. They get to season two and they realize. You know, like these eight to twelve year olds aren't idiots. They don't want to just see shit jokes. So they kind of start developing a character who's in their age range. Um, and Ahsoka really is the gateway character. She's the the narrative for that because she has a great voice. I mean, not just the voice actress, but I mean just the way she yeah. kind of as a youngling or Padawan interprets the code. It, she just works really well as a character. Now, could I skip the first two seasons if they're that Fuck bad? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. By all means, you can totally. Yeah, skip you're not going to miss out on anything. Mm-mm. There's not even really like setup. There's uh, less Jar Jar after the second season. Too. Yeah, there's only like two Jar- three Jar Jar centric episodes after. Um, yeah. They're actually not that horrible. Yeah. Um, they make him likable. Uh, I think. I think my favorite though is um, probably Savage Opress when they introduce Savage. I, I just that whole story with the Danamir witches is killer it's just good shit um he's he was until i saw this morning um probably next to r2d2 savage was my favorite star wars character now it's poe i oh, yeah. <laughs> fuck, fucking i love that guy uh, <laughs> he got, what, like, movie. yeah he get like 10 minutes of screen time yeah okay but the comment 
Uh, Ariel sitting in the theater next to me. Um, her mom's with her. Poe goes, who starts? Who talks first? Do we banter? Yeah. Like, what's supposed to happen? And Ariel and her mom both look at me and went, when the fuck did you get in this movie? And I went, that... Because I'm sitting there going, that's exactly what I would have said. That's, <laughs> like, that's such a great line. It's spot on. I'm, but, I'm afraid to say anything bef- you know, with Bob popping in and out. Right, right. I have definite Poe theories I will share with you two. Awesome. Uh, privately. I want this helmet. They don't make it. I, I actually went and I think it's the first time in a long time I've looked for any kind of prop of any sort. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just want it. Like I, that guy, uh, he nails it for me. And, and like a couple of people acting like it's, uh, it's some kind of thing, you know, the people on the, the talking on the face base and all the bullshit and they're like, Oh, he might be gay. And I'm like, Oh, like I give a shit. Like I missed the the scene where he was like sucking some dude's cock on the screen. Right. You missed it. You were getting popcorn. <laughs> that was after the the uh, credits roll. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's that it was the singer. It was David. Yeah, the force is strong with this one. And, um, Darth Maul. Yeah, the the double ended. Uh, why the wire? Wealthy broadcast. <laughs> The Wire is like one of my favorite shows, and Omar was hands down my favorite character. So, mm-hmm. like, I give a shit what the character's preferences. I don't. How the hell does that matter to me? I just dig the characters. Right. And he was badass to me. He was awesome. No man, it's bad enough. One of the main characters is black now. Now they got. What the fuck was that about? Oh that my god! Nonsensical <laughs> shit. I, I was upset enough when they were. I mean, the the black Hermione thing came out this week also. Black Hermione. Yeah, yeah, in the, in the stage play, uh, they cast uh, actress. She's been in Doctor Who a couple of times, and they cast this actress, and she's black. You can't say African. I, I love how people kept stumbling on that. She's African uh, Britain dish. <laughs> she's of African. Dis- um, so th- they've cast her as Hermione because this is grown-up Harry Potter for the stage play. And people were losing their shit about that. And that was a little annoying for me. But the thing that pissed me off was then looking back at all of the backlash for John Boyega's character in Star Wars. It's like, he's not replacing anybody. Mm-mm. He's a totally new character. And you can't have that. I mean, you lose your shit over that. And that's my boy from Attack the Block, which is like one of the coolest movies I've ever seen. I went and saw it like three times in theaters. I bought it the day it came out on Blu-ray, like. That's a great movie. I'd never seen him before, so when I see uh, I saw him on Graham Norton's show, I didn't realize you know he had an accent, mm-hmm. and it was like, oh, okay, everybody in the world speaks with a British accent except us. That's true. It's yeah. very true, and that sucks. I just I'm getting what am I getting? I'm getting G chatted. I don't know by my machine Maybe. cut down. Be right back. That's Bobby. Yeah, Bobby's coming in and out. He just sent me a, a G chat that said his machine could shut down. He'll be right back. I said, okay, I'll muffin. Yeah. <sighs> so I don't even want to say anything while he's gone because it's, you know. No, no, it's Something's recording. recording and then he'll listen to the audio and it'll be like, what? Yeah, he's, the, yeah. love that guy. Yeah. Love that guy. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, see, who was the other thing uh, that happened this week? There's the Fantastic Beast trailer mm-hmm. that I'm just giddy about. I'm going. Is I'm that going Magic over. in America or something? Yeah. Okay. It's uh, the guy. One of the textbooks in Harry Potter was Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. 
by, by Newt Scamander. And, uh, this tells the story of how he was gathering his research trips to write that book, and it set in 1926 America. Oh, okay. That's cool. So we finally get to see what the American wizarding world of Harry Potter is. I don't like that. Probably fat and lazy. (laughs) Somebody was going through. Like railroad barons or something? Well, they were doing the different, you know, how American magic schools would be different than Hogwarts. And, you know, you had, of course, the gangs and the gun, you know. And then, of course, people were linking to the key and pill thing uh, where they did the, uh, was it Colotho? Uh, magic um, high school or something it was an inner city magical high school but uh the big thing that i don't like and it's pretty much canon is mac usa what's mac usa mac usa is the magical congress of the united states of america and that's sure. our version of the ministry of magic yeah, I don't like that. but they've got a sweet ass logo is it an apple please tell me it's an apple no, uh-huh. no. It, it's a phoenix coming out of fire with uh, the stars and stripes on it. it, it's it's pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. If I thought Mac, it would be like MacBook. Yeah. Something you know, logical in 1926. You don't know these things start somewhere. I was going to say it- nowadays most of our magic is outsourced to India. So. <laughs> Fox- Hello and thank you for a spell. Yes. <laughs> Hello, my name is Harry. <laughs> I don't think that's your name. No, sir, it is my name. What type of potion or spell do you need today? <laughs> I have noticed many viruses running on your wand, so if you could open the... <laughs> have you tried to turn the spell book on and off? Yes, I think I can help you with that. <laughs> I'm very sorry for your trouble. I have uh, saw the, fam- uh, the American Dad, I'm sorry, uh, thing with uh, the kid thinking he was going to Harry Potter school in America, but it was... Uh, a drug lab. Like a math lab? Yeah. Hmm. And so well, it was Coke, but um, it was a processing. He thought it was potions class. <laughs> and the uh, Mexican who's working there kept yelling at him. What was it? Lavate las manos? Sure. Lavate las manos. Because he needed to wash his hands. And he thinks it's a spell. So he's waving his wand around, you know. Lavate las manos. That's awesome. Yeah. So then at work today, uh, that was my thing. Whenever someone came out of the bathroom, I would wave the wand and lavate las manos. <laughs> I want to work where you work. One more piece of paper goes into Ben's personnel file. <laughs> yeah. That file is getting pretty full. <laughs> Ben's HR incidents, volume seven. Yes. <laughs> I think you've got a whole drawer at this point. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. HR loves me. A through B-E. Ben, <laughs> B-E-O through. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, there's my section. Yeah. One drawer. <laughs> it's like Hogwarts. It's magic. Just keeps going and going and going. Is there a sandwich in here? That's evidence. For what? <laughs> Ah, uh, yes. The old sandwich incident. <laughs> sandwich incident of 2012. Well, <laughs> forget that Did one. It Did it work? I hear hey, you. Bobby. Yes. And my audio is working and my video is working. Yes. Yeah. And it's still, 
And it's still, yeah, it just, it just shut off. The machine just stopped. Like, I don't know what happened. Yeah, I saw it. It made uh, Dennis host and then bam. Okay, hang on. I want to do this. Uh, it says it's still recording on my end. I have no idea where this is coming. I have no idea who's going to have the folder for this. So, well, I've been recording since you told me to start recording again. So, okay. Um, so, hmm. Should I hit record to see what happens or no? I would. Yeah. All right. Where's the fuzz coming from? Okay. Uh, are we Are we good? Yeah. I'm still going. Okay, mine's to, I guess I'm recording. So we'll see what happens. All right. It still seems a little choppy, but whatever. It's not nearly as bad as it was. No, because like, yeah, it's it's definitely not as bad as it was. Maybe if I can stop my video, maybe that'll help. Is that better or worse? Your audio is better. Yeah. yeah, your video is much worse. Yeah, well, the video is <laughs> much worse, but the audio is the audio better. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's all that matters then. Yeah. Boy, check your video; it's dead. And then maybe I'll just take my pants off, and you guys will never know. Video start working video. I'll turn the video on if I take my pants off. Nice. I like. <laughs> I like though how it it the way we have ours set with the gallery viewer, whatever whoever's making the most noise would pop up. and so we just pop to the black screen i get a little like gray faceless orb Mm. it's just like hat club oh there we go what a brady bunch view oh oh Oh. (laughs) it's my finger it's my finger (laughs) (laughs) it's junior high school all over again hey it works I wish mine did. Oh my oh. god! Oh, <laughs> so do I. It's true. Oh. Oh. It's like a Dean Martin roast in here. <laughs> oh. All right. So, do you guys actually want to start recording the episode? Or sure. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah. I, like I, mean, I know we've been recording for. Oh, no, I can. All right. Okay. No, don't do that. Don't. I don't want to do that. I think I might take the other half, first half hour of episode of uh, audio, and just make a, a make do power geeks since we were starting yeah. out. <laughs> like, hey, there you go. Mm-hmm. There's your episode. Let's awkwardly not talk about Star Wars for twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we kept it spoiler free. That's good. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. I don't know. That's why we, I don't know. I don't know. You'd hear the recording, so we made sure we didn't say anything uh, spoilery while you were gone. I will see it this week when my in-laws are in town. Good deal. Just make sure you say for the after-credit scene. <laughs> I heard. I heard there's no after-credit scene. I've heard that part. No, the, don't try to trick me. Secret, secret special one. <laughs> mm. All right. So you know. <laughs> mm, the force. <laughs> force all over um, face. Metachlorians are everywhere. 
I've never seen a midichlorian count this high. Yeah. Mm. I'll watch your career with great interest. <laughs> it doesn't matter who shot first. <laughs> as long as we both shoot. <sighs> okay, so you guys... Okay. Uh, as long as everything's working, just keep, keep talking. I don't care. My thing, my computer's <laughs> going to do this tonight. So. What a jerk. I know. I haven't figured out why these things do this, but uh, yeah. So, door trick. Dun, 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 dun. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. This was a this was a wonderful episode of Star Trek. It really is it's one of my favorites. Well, I think when you and I've been watching. Go ahead, Ben. I think when you mentioned it in chat, uh, you know, which episode it was and the fact that I, of all people, said it was one of my favorites, even though it was a happy Klingon hour. Um, and I usually hate the Klingon episodes, but this was definitely Racist. one that, well, yeah, <laughs> but this was definitely one uh, that I have always enjoyed. I've seen this several times. And, uh, very well written, um, I think. No, I, I agree. At least if you're going to be racist, you're racist against a fictional race. <laughs> so, I'll give you that. As far as you know. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. That, that's just his public persona racism. Yeah. What's the Klingon stand in for? Hmm. Well, no, I, Koreans. <laughs> Guatemalans. Oh. Well, no, for me, the, the Klingons were always the Russians and the Romulans were always the Chinese. That makes a lot of sense, actually. Just yeah. from the geopolitics of the yeah. time that when uh, 1966 Trek was on. I never considered that, but that's actually really insightful. And the fact that the Japanese were our allies after World War II and the Chinese... Oh, konnichiwa. Japan. Exactly. But then for racist Americans, Japanese and Chinese look alike, much like the Romulans. They do. They do. Alike. Wow. I'm saying for right. I mean, obviously, if you know Koreans and you know Japanese and you know Chinese people, you can obviously tell the difference. But for the standard 19 no, 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 no. white audience, they're all Chinamen. It, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I thought David Carradine was Asian most of my life, so that that skewed a lot of people's view of uh, Chinese people. They don't look like David Carradine. They can't be Chinese. Oh, that's one of my favorite shows. I got out of the box set when I was. I uh, like in my early twenties and cried because uh, it's just one of those things I connect with that I thought was amazing. And I had no idea he wasn't um, somebody explained it to me when I was in my mid twenties. And I was like, you are full of shit. Dennis knew. Yeah. Dennis knew. Yeah. We could tell he was, he wasn't invited to any meetings. No, we talked about it in our meetings. We're like, that ain't no, he's no Asian. What kind of Asian name is Carradine? Yeah, and Yule Brenner's Egyptian. Okay. <laughs> the King of Siam? Ben Kingsley is not Indian. No, he's uh, not Chinese. Not he's not Chinese either. I was going to say, I thought he was the Mandarin. Yeah. <laughs> God. You know, we went to Peter Chang's and they have the stone pot. And we the Peter that- Chang's? What's Peter Chang? Peter Chang, it's it's uh, Peter Chang is a Chinese uh, restaurant. Yeah. yeah, there's one in Williamsburg too. 
and it's it's really Peter good. Chang's Peter mm-hmm. Chang, and it's the thing, not P.F. Chang's. No, no, no. Their horses don't have Peter bottles. Chang. Peter Chang, and so <laughs> they bring out the, the, they bring out the stone pot, and I figure that that's how to become a the master chef at Peter Chang. You you do the uh, kung fu thing, like you have to hold yeah. it in your arms. Because this thing stayed hot for like the entire what forty five minutes uh, yeah, hour that we were there, it was still untouchable. Did it have a tiger on one side and a dragon on the other? I didn't see. I don't think that was on mine. No. But I think, like I said, when you get to the master class, you you get that. That's the upgrade. Do you know how it stays hot that long? Uh, heat, <laughs> density of fire. It's an ancient Chinese secret. Oh, no, the, the, those are the best ones. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not one of those modern Chinese secrets. Yeah, those are all like, you know. Those are all Clinton-era nuclear secrets are modern Chinese secrets. Yeah. I thought they only knew about laundry. What is wrong with my computer? I don't know. You got this whole uh, Charles Manson thing when you froze that last time. (laughs) The eyes were at just the right level of crazy. There was even a swastika on your forehead for some reason. (laughs) Well, no, that's just because you draw swastikas on your monitor, uh, Dennis. That's true. Yeah. I've been doing that. <laughs> you know, the little sharpie. Yes. All right. But, so what I think it is is that uh, the Duras sisters have uh, actually invaded Bob's computer tonight. And Man, I wish I was Bob's computer. I'm so annoyed. This is so annoying. And you... You died, so you've rebooted, obviously. Well, I'm did, gone again? No, no. No, I'm saying when the last time you dropped out, did your computer restart it or something, right? Not just the application? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so. No, this is just pissing me off to no end. I'm sorry, man. There's so many background things probably happening on your computer right now. I, I, I don't know what. That's the annoying part. You're, you're getting your special Christmas Eve update. Little elves right now are working throughout your machine, <laughs> providing you the fastest internet possible. Sorry. That's okay. I really like the curtain in the background, though. Ikea. Nice. They have good meatballs. They do. They have vegetarian meatballs now, too. Do they still use that, what is it, Langdonshire, Langdon? Dan- I don't even know if... Is anybody else recording this besides me? I am. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've never been to IKEA. It's great. It's pretty should, fucking cool. You should it's go. Place. I, I was lost in IKEA for like three days once, and just set up shop and like lived there. They had all the little rooms set up. It was nice. Were you like Tom Hanks in that one movie where he got trapped in the airport? Kind of like Terminal. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have to speak with like an Eastern European accent while you were there? Very much so. I, I said to man in counter, I said, I am sleeping in bed. Is is good bed. Can I stay here for many times? And I'm just imagining you like going up and just shitting in the display toilets. Many pooping times in display toilets. Always I've imagined waking. that myself many times, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> is many oh, pictures on internet. It's My awesome. favorite section, weirdly, is the uh, the cutlery section where there's like the forks and the knives and all that. Because I, I love that shit. It just makes me happy. I'm a, a big kitchen person. Yes. 
Their ki- all their kitchen gadgets are great. Yeah, when Ariel and I moved into our new place, my uh, my my new thing was like, I don't give a shit about uh, video games, DVDs, fuck all of that. I'm looking at like airless fryer, air fryers, and like rice cookers, and bread makers, and blenders, and knives, Vustoffs, and I'm just like, ooh, things for the house. She's like, you don't even cook. I don't care. But I, just, I have the opportunity. Right? <laughs> exactly. I. One of the coolest things ever is we moved in and like she went back to the old apartment and started getting stuff with her stepmom. And uh, I was sitting in the house in the wheelchair and I rolled into the kitchen and I opened the fridge and I pulled a Pepsi out of the fridge and I closed the fridge and I realized that's the first time I had done that in 12 years that I'd actually been able to go into like my own kitchen and get myself something from the fridge. And my mind was just like... Fuck everything else. Was your last place, like, was the kitchen just too small or something? Or The way that the roommates kept it in the last place, it wasn't accessible at all. Like, I couldn't get in and out of it. So I couldn't really make it past the dining room into the kitchen just because there was shit everywhere and piles. Mm. For the last two years, uh, when Ariel and I were at our old place, we lived in the bedroom. Like, we we never left the bedroom. We'd get home. Like, we'd walk in to get to work. That sounds sexier than it's, I think. Uh, yo, it sounds so sexy, except, you know, when you wake up, sit in bed, eat in bed, go yeah. to sleep, wake up, do it again. Like, if you're home, you're stuck in bed. Um, and, I mean, it was just it, it's spatial issues because my body keeps breaking down. So on the crutches, like, and plus it wasn't wheelchair accessible at all. So I couldn't use the chair in the house. So there was no way to, like, carry anything. So even if I could, you know, if there was points where everything got cleaned up and I could get into the kitchen, I couldn't hold anything. There was no way to be on the crutches mm-hmm. and carry something. So, you know, it was just like a shit. I'm stuck. Um, so here, because I can use the chair in the house, I use the crutches in the house too, but because I can use the chair in the house, if Ariel's not home, I'm just like, fuck it. I'll go to the fridge, make a sandwich. You know, I get up in the morning, cook her breakfast. And, you know, it's crazy. It's like the amount of freedom is just, and we have hardwood floors. So, nice. like the oh, right, it's we found an apartment with an, a washer and dryer in unit and hardwood floors. Wow! For the for the literal pittance that we make. Granted, we don't eat out at you know restaurants and stuff anymore. Um, stuff like that. We had to like how we had to clarify we don't eat out at restaurants. I did. I mean, <laughs> I'm still me. Um, <laughs> yeah. There's certain things you just can't cut out of your diet. Uh, man's got to eat. Uh, ben, <laughs> um, <Yeah>, Ben. <laughs> but uh, aside from that, you know, like it, we don't have even like antenna cable. Like we have no TV feed on our TV. Our TV isn't hooked up to anything other than the uh, the PlayStation. But we watch everything on streaming, mm. so it doesn't. You know, it's not that big a deal. And I haven't. I don't get comics normally anymore, um, which sucks. But I mean, you know, it's uh, it's a small price to pay for like actually having her own space yeah like having space like if ariel wants to walk into the kitchen from the bedroom she doesn't have to put pants on how cool is that you know if i don't want to clothe myself when i get home from work i don't fucking have to sounds like a win to me right i mean it's it's uh you know you have to give up stuff but that's i mean i think it's fucking worth it right there's always a trade-off in order to achieve pants free wednesday yeah Pants-free Wednesday is amazing. It really is. Because if I get out of the shower and I'm like, I don't feel like going to the bedroom, putting on all my clothes, 
putting shoes on because the house is dirty and I don't want to walk on the gross carpet. Like I can just walk out of the, you know, get on the crutches, get out of the shower, come in the living room, flop down, open a Pepsi. Mm-hmm. Let's watch Alien. <laughs> I can do that. It's awesome. If I had a dollar for every time I watched Alien naked, I mean, it was just... Anyway. Um, Sigourney anyway, Weaver and the little the thing, it's nice. It's I'm a nice thing it. she has there. The little jaw yeah, thing opening up. all about the alien. Yeah. Xenomorphs are phenomenal. They're some of my favorite creatures, hands down. I try every time we go, it's like a running gag now. Every time Ariel and I'll go to like a Target or anywhere and we see the, the box set, because I own, I think I own like three iterations of all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of them, even Resurrection, because I love Ron Perlman, and I don't give a shit. I went on a ride school. Well, wasn't ah, that? I mean, not to, to to distract, but wasn't that crew like a prototype for uh, the Firefly crew? Yes, just just we so. wrote that. Yeah, 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 and very he, much so. So that that was always the thing that after I read that, I went the next time I I watched Resurrection in my head. That was I saw the Firefly crew in that. So I guess Winona Ryder is supposed to be like, uh, what's her name? The like gifted girl. Oh, uh, what's her name? I can't oh, River. Yeah, River. River Song. Yeah. yeah. No, not River. Well, not River Song. No, River Song is from who? Sorry. Yeah, I was like, wait, was that her name? Oh my god. <laughs> There's overlap. It's all. It's a circle. It's a circle. It's all connected. No, no. Her name was Melody. Melody Pond. Yeah. <laughs> um, so completely oh, yeah. different character. Yes. But in just I, so I guess Ron Perlman would have been Jane. Jane. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, very obviously. Dude in the wheelchair would have been Wash. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, the dreadlock dude. Um, he was their like first mate. Um. And then who was the other guy that looked like Clancy Brown? I keep forgetting his name. Um, like their captain. He had that very suave-esque thing. But yeah, it's uh, it was an animal. looks like Clancy Brown to you? I think so, yeah. He's, uh, no. What's that guy's name? In my head, it's Clancy Brown. No, <laughs> he's, he's like the uh, gravelly voice guy. I think he was in... I'm going to go look him up. He always reminds me of the guy from The Crow. Like the bad guy from The Crow. I haven't seen that since it was in the first one. I haven't seen the first one. The oh, guy wow. who killed Brandon Lee accidentally? Yeah, I haven't seen it. That's got a way on you. For yeah, a while. It, apparently it does. Uh, it's, it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take off a little time from acting. Uh, going to go uh, help Rick Moranis out for a while and just yeah. not do this anymore. I, but can you imagine the prop guy? Oh, God. Yeah. Duh, that's that's that something you definitely need to keep off your resume. The <laughs> prop master sorry, for the grow. The cat's being stupid. Sorry. Uh, yeah, the dude with the cigarette. In my, he looks in my mind like. Okay, I've got a link. I wish I could send it to you, but he looks kind of like Clancy Brown to me. Hmm. He's got like the the wide lips, and he's got the like the pouty lips, kind of like mine. And he's got like the high. Yeah, he looks like Clancy Brown to me. You must be talking about a different person. Then. I'm looking at a picture of him. See, Clancy Brown though, that was uh, the guy from Highlander, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, he's Mr. Krabs. Oh yeah, well yeah, and he's also on uh, the but Flash. Like, younger him from Highlander, like older him, not so much. His face squares out more. Yeah, um, Starship Troopers. By that point, he's all uh, old and crusty. Yeah, but if you look at like okay, so there's like a side by side. I'm looking at them right next to each other. Mm-hmm. Like dude from dude from Aliens' face is more angular. Like putting them side by side, I can totally see how it's kind of stupid. 
but like they have a very similar brow structure and I think their lips read the same way too on their face. But I focus on the mouth when I look at people. Like I'm always, uh, you know, somebody's doing art or whatever and I'm always like, I really like the way you did the teeth. And they're like, why the hell are you always focused on the mouth? I don't know. It's what I notice about people. Ears get me for, at least with art. I like to see how people uh, tackle ears. I can see that, yeah. Because you can just make you very simple or very complex. You can get it too complex. And but I too always, simplistic and it ends up looking like an ankle bone from like the Flintstones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like doot doot. Yep. And see, like in my uh, comic strip, I used to always, uh, when I would do the ear for the internals of the ear, I would put a, a, a modified T. Okay. Which was, uh, you know, my middle initial. So I was just like, that way, if someone stole my ears, I would know that's my ear. Nice. For the character, I would normally do whatever the character's name was, the, and three initials. So if they had three, you know, whatever their, their initials for the name were, I would mm-hmm. try to incorporate them together, and that would be their ear. And that way it was always like a cue for me if I was drawing them to continue to repeat something because I didn't like using clothes over and over again um, okay. on the same characters. That's how I tried to do it. But with the hands being the way they are, I haven't picked up a pen to do fine art in a while. A lot of design work. I've got like four lines of e-juice out now. Oh, nice. Pretty insane. Um, We've got wholesale accounts. There's like people in Florida buying shit I've designed. Well, buying juice that's in bottles I designed, which is crazy. Kind of blows my mind. Hi. Hey, Pop's back. Hang on, hang on. He's moving. Yeah, because I just brought my desktop downstairs. It's hardcore. Well, it's, I mean, it's just one plug. Yeah, it's not like it's a, it's not like it's a lot. <laughs> well, I mean, what was it we read today? Uh, any computer is a laptop, if you believe in yourself. Yeah. <laughs> oh, if you're brave enough. Yeah. And it's, and it's, and it's, if you're brave enough. And it's working, and I'm recording. Is that the mouthy broadcast motto? Yes. <laughs> at least you guys motto. It's a lifestyle. At least you guys. <laughs> at least you guys. At least you guys have a motto, so that's cool. No. <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of ours too. Our unofficial motto. Anything I thought it was to boldly go where everyone's gone before. <laughs> <laughs> boldly go to your mom. <laughs> so. Oh, this I've lost all my host powers. I was wow. looking at all the powers I had when I was the host. <laughs> now oh. they're all gone. They're all I'm, gone? Yeah. You're back down to being first officer. Yeah. Well, you're probably going to have to email me all those things or just Dropbox them because I don't know what I have and what I don't have. And I you know. Man, have you been recording this whole time? The whole time. Mm-hmm. Nice. You're, you're going to get like a 30 you know, gig file just all of a sudden dumped in your lap. That's fine. Just drop. I'll just make a Dropbox, and you can put it there, and I won't worry about it. Yeah. Well, I can. I can. I'll just share it via Dropbox to you. Like I'll drop it in my Dropbox, and because that's where my after the last snafu on Power Geeks, uh huh. My recordings on the laptop from my account go to the Dropbox for me. Nice. It's just a backup to it's Thanks. in the regular thing, and then also to the Dropbox because nice. Damn. And then, I, like I said, I can. If you can have multiple people recording, and multiple partners, then everybody's happy. Yeah. <laughs> multiple partners usually do make everybody happy. Oh yeah. 
So you have seen the post credit uh, scene. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> so, um, have we talked about the episode at all? Not at all. No, not we even. Mentioned it. Nice. <laughs> well, I mean, fifty-five minutes in. So, I mean, all I right. Merry Christmas, with... everybody. <laughs> <laughs> my kids Promise? are still. My, my kids are still awake, so I'm in now ready to get upstairs. <laughs> I just split it and then put this out as like the bonus episode next week. <laughs> no, it'll be fine. If he's sleeping or if he's being put to sleep right now, I don't hear him though. This this Aww. is the uh, the Christmas party edition, so it works. <laughs> yeah, you know, all we need now are some German terrorists to show up. <laughs> I, I have taken my shoes yeah, off. We're both barefoot, so uh, I'm ready for the broken glass. I'm barefoot and pantsless right now. Oh, I have a really crappy beard, so I could kind of be like Hans Booby. I'm your wife. I'm your of course. Come on, I'm a parent. (laughs) (laughs) I'm your white knight. (laughs) That should be on everybody's mandatory Christmas viewing list. Agreed. You watch a Christmas story. It's a Wonderful Life. Christmas vacation. I know. Christmas sleep vacation. On. Gremlins. Uh, that is I can see it. Eh. It's, it was never one of my... If I was making a list of top five Christmas movies, I wouldn't put Gremlins in it. I, I think I would have to put Die Hard ahead of Gremlins. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, you've got 24 hours. Which one? Which Die Hard? One or two? Well, two is also a Christmas movie. Yeah. That that began my obsession with Ode to Joy. I, I I thought Ode to Joy was just the scene of people ejecting from uh, aircraft. Yeah, so. they wrote it specifically for that scene. Yeah, yeah. And then I found out apparently this has been around. Some German dude had written <laughs> yeah. it a long no, time they, ago. No, they took the movie back in time, showed it to Beethoven, and was like, "Hey, can you write something for this?" And he was like, "I, I heard, I heard they did the same thing for Apocalypse Now with." Um, with the helicopters and the... Dun, 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 dun. Actually, Wagner, Wagner wrote that for the Nazis first, and they didn't use it. <laughs> yeah. Did he really? Wagner Max. Wagner. Wagner Max. <laughs> you see conspiracies everywhere, Max. Wasn't that a uh, uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm thing about no, it's, Wagner? It's like, a- like Larry David liking a Wagner song and people getting on him. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's uh, Kirby. Like he's not a good Jew, but the, the, the Wagner max is from Annie Hall with the long shot in the beginning. Yeah. You know, you see conspiracies everywhere, Max. Jew eat, Jew, Jew eat. Not did you, but Jew eat. Sometimes when I'm driving on the highway at night, I see the oncoming headlights, and I, I just I just want to swerve the car over and, and just crash into them. That's great, Dwayne. I'm I'm wanted back on the planet Earth. So I've never seen this movie. You've never I seen any Hall? Either. No. Wow. It's I've really seen it, but I didn't apparently watch it enough. Anything with Christopher Walken <laughs> doing Woody Allen lines, you win. It's- it's, I mean, and I mean, you know, that's uh, just a fantastic film. I think it was like one of the last comedies to win Best Picture. It's a, it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. It started my love affair with Diane Keaton. I, I can see that. She's perfect, and she dresses like, she dresses like a dude, kinda, and it's pretty hot. Is she the one from Baby Boom? 
Yes, same chick from Baby Boom. I've from seen God- that. From Godfather 2, she's in The Godfather as well. I uh, finally watched those. They're good. Well, the, the third one. one. I didn't watch the third one. That's okay. She was the mom from Father of the Bride. She was. The new one, not the original 1940s one. The one with Steve Martin? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's great. I love Diane Keaton. She's wonderful. She's in the Dennis, movie with Bette Midler. And this is Dennis's other. black side. He has no idea what we're talking about with Woody Allen. <laughs> the only Woody Allen movie I remember from when I was a kid was Take the Money and Run. That's a good one, too. Yeah. I don't think I've his, seen that. That's his, early, that's his early stuff. I don't think there's count. a scene in there like they, they just robbed a bank or something and there's a marching band and they like join the marching band <laughs> on the street or something. That's a, and yes, Ants does count. Ants is a Woody Allen movie, but he plays an ant as opposed yeah. to, I mean, okay. he's got all the same hangups. Like it's still Woody Allen. But yeah. I've seen, I've seen one. I've seen yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> Ants is the Jewy version of a bug life. life. <laughs> as a Jew, I can confirm this information. <laughs> Surprisingly, it's like, yeah. the one that did worse financially. Yeah, it's, it's weird because they realized it was a Jewy bug movie. Like, it was a Jewy bug movie. Wasn't, uh, what's his name? Sylvester Stallone was in that? Yes, yeah. and Jennifer uh, Lopez. And Jennifer Lopez was in it, too. And Sharon, Sharon Stone. Stone. Mm-hmm. Jeez, that's a lot of A-listers. At the time, yeah. Now, I mean, <laughs> people couldn't, was, couldn't get arrested. <laughs> that was one of the... Uh, I, I want to say one of the early ones where voice actors were starting to get really butthurt about it, though, because they stopped using talented voice actors. Yeah. And they got screen actors. Like celebrities. Yeah, to come in and do the voices for these animated films. Yeah. That was, Ants was really good, though. A Bug's Life was okay, but Ants was, Ants was better, I thought. But Ants is the um, – because A Bug's Life was the Pixar flick, right? Yeah. 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 And, and then – that's just basically Magnificent Seven, but with bugs. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Which is Three Amigos is basically Magnificent Seven. Seven Samurai is. is well, actually, that's. No, seven Samurai came first. Yeah. So yeah. Magnificent Seven is Seven Samurai. Whatever. Yeah. It doesn't count. It's, it's, it's really long, but it's enjoyable. Yeah. I watched Hidden Fortress in preparation. That's great. Hidden Fortress is awesome. Yeah, to get ready for Star Wars because everyone said that's what Lucas, you know, was heavily influenced by. Yeah. And the opening scene is a short, stout guy and a tall, thinner guy arguing as they walk across the desert coming back from escaping yeah. a battle. Yeah. It, it was just like, this is the, and they have an argument, separate and go their separate ways, then get captured. I'm like, one gets captured by Jawa. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell how, how did lucas get by with ripping this off so blatantly i read a really cool article about it and all the star trek people are going to be mad because all we've done is talk about star wars <laughs> but um when the star trek people get a, a decent movie to well, come I out i don't think they want us talking about that trailer <laughs> oh i thought it looked fun oh my it god it was awful it looks fun as hell too fast, too Ferengi. <laughs> hey, but I like those Vin Diesel movies. I like when cars explode. I don't... But well, why? Why, but not in Star Trek. <laughs> I don't want to spend $12 to watch a bunch of people talk in a conference room either. Exactly. I could get a job if I wanted that. <laughs> <laughs> they could pay me $12 exactly. for an hour of my time. 
let me go work at U.S. Bank and I can watch people talk at a conference room. This is awesome. Wow. Well, there's more to Star Trek than that, though. I mean, I'm just saying the underlying social aspect of it. And then the technology, though. I mean, I'm seeing motorcycles. I, when I knew I was going to hate the new Star Trek space movie. Space motorcycle. <laughs> no, it's not even a space motorcycle. It's a motorcycle that's been taken to space. It's not a space motorcycle. So now it's space motorcycles. No, that's not how it works. Space motorcycles originate in space. What if, what if it was built in space? The yeah. ice cream I buy at the NASA Museum is space ice cream. Yes, <laughs> that is ice space. But it's it was formulated for space. That bike may have been. We don't know the motorcycle wasn't freeze dried. Were you added water? (laughs) There could be a motorcycle when you add water, like the sponges that get. Maybe it's made of tang, bro. Right? (laughs) It's a motorcycle made of tang. A tang bike, I would, uh, I would, that would be fine with me. But Mike, no, in two thousand eight, when the trailers were coming out for the first one of these Jar Jar Abrams movies, my whole hatred started with the scene of that Corvette shooting down the road, and then finding out that James T. Kirk was driving it. I was done with. I actually verbalized loudly in the theater. That's gone. <laughs> no, because April. And, and everybody's looking back at me like, you know, shut up, dude. And I'm saying, but Kirk right can't drive a stick. <laughs> How would you feel if we get through all of the Abrams movies and then Q is just like, huh? <laughs> as long as he, as, and he sets it back and is like, eh, I got you. But again, Dennis, Dennis and I talked about this last week. Why should Star Trek be stuck in like this 50-year-old kind of uh, 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 cast where they can't do interesting things? What if? This is yeah. What if well, I, I am all for a young cast. I was ready for this back in the 80s when they were talking about doing the Starfleet Academy. Harv Bennett <laughs> proposed a Starfleet Academy movie. It was Star Trek. Astrometric class. and It, it was Star Trek Vice, oh. and they all wore like pastel shirts and had beards and had the mess with... Well, they had the same uniforms as they had in, in Wrath of Khan, except they pushed up the sleeves. Yeah, and they, and they and hassled they space Colombians. Crockett <laughs> and Tubbs. Tubbs is broken. And, and the uh, Romulans had well played, cocaine coming in. Yeah. Uh, it, it was, it, yeah. No, but the thing was, though, is that I understand, yeah, get, update it, get a new cla- you know, cast, get new... St- Sets, get new designs, make it modern, make it shiny, make it flashy. I got that. But at the end of the day, Star Trek is about social issues. It's about looking at a positive future for mankind that we have we've got through the bullshit. Just like Wrath of Khan. <laughs> and this is why Star Trek works better on television and movies. Star Trek Star Trek works better on television, yes. Uh, and I told Dennis the same thing. I said, Dennis, if they would have made a whole new Star Trek, like just had new guys as opposed to Captain Kirk, it was Captain Schmirk, and you had and you had Schlock, and like they were just different guys as opposed to the dudes from the original series. Everybody. And- Cthulhu. Nope. Yeah, Cthulhu. <laughs> no. See, my thing is, if this I had watched the hell out of that, if if the Jar Jar Abrams 2009 movie had been called Space Adventure Movie, and they didn't have any little arrowheads, and it wasn't Kirk, Spock, McCoy, if it was just you know, now what if it was just like different? Like I said, like what if it was like Captain Jones and his Vulcan friend Steve? And, you <laughs> yeah. know. 
because that, that's not Star Trek. Even the comment with the Wrath of Khan. Wrath of Khan or Search for Spock w- was about. Well, hold on, let me address one of your your snide comments at a time. <laughs> Larry, 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 can I finish? Larry, if if I can finish. This is the Arango grievances portion. This is Happy Festivus. But my thing is okay. So Wrath of Khan, right? You deal with the issues. You deal with the issue of growing older, right? Kirk is now 50. <laughs> <Rather than Kane. laughs> well, no, I just have the best yeah. of his poll. <laughs> well, the, uh, the strength to weight ratio of the aluminum pole is, is, makes it ideal for the best of a celebration. But you have the fact of dealing with, you know, growing apart from your friends. You have the fact of, of someone making the ultimate sacrifice to save his friends. Is that's, I mean, this is, these are these, this is biblical. Gro- no greater love hath a man than to give his life for his brothers. And how do you know, Ben, that motorcycles aren't in the Bible? <laughs> because I've read it. But what if the motorcycle is like an analog for rising from the ashes and, and, and once more regaining your, your inner spirit? There looked like there was some Exodus thing happening. He was riding a motorcycle. Oh, yeah. That, that's incorrect. It's not in the Bible because that part of his life is not covered in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Conspiracy. When, 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 when Jesus went through his Arthur Fonzarelli phase where he <laughs> rode a motorcycle with <laughs> yeah. It's in the un- unabridged King James Dean version. <laughs> yeah, 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 this yeah. is in the yeah, book yeah, of yeah. shark jumping. Yeah, exactly. This is in the book of Fonzarelli. Yeah. All I know is that, that I like Bones <laughs> in the new movies. That's a sexy man. Uh, <laughs> I, I have said, and I think, Bobby, you will remember, I have said that the, the character of Bones that they've cast in this new stuff is, is spot on. Yeah. I, I have good. never denied that. Like the the one thing from the trailer, the only thing in the trailer that I enjoyed was Kirk and Spock surrounded by the bad guys, and he goes, "Well, if we've got to die, you know, at least we don't die alone." And Spock is mysteriously beamed away. Bones looks around. Well, that's just typical. Yeah, that was cool. And like the thing is, though, I mean, like I understand that Star Trek works better as a television program. I think most people do, and because it gives you a lot more of a chance to explore different themes and this that, and the other thing. But at the same, but at the same time, too, they make the films because it's a big, it's a big tent, you know. And, and yeah. when you have a big tent, you have to bring in as many people as possible. So. I mean, it's just, it is what it is. I mean, even the Star Trek movies with the original cast, it's still kind of big tenty. It's still... Well, I mean, think about like, like uh, the motion picture. Mm-hmm. It's not great. And that's the, probably the most Star Trek movie there is of all the movies. It's the Rich most movies. Star Trek. Well, that was also competing with Close Encounters of the Third no, I'm talking Star about Wars. it standing alone, not about how it did at the box office or whatever. It's just not that good. Well, well no, the, because, but the reason... Yeah, it, did it. it's, <laughs> its shortcomings were due to the fact that it was trying to compete with Close Encounters and Star Wars and 2001. You know he's not insulting you personally when he says he... he like the thing it's is, it's, it's like... It's a three-hour-long episode. <laughs> <laughs> Ben, ben storms off the set. But, here's the thing. Here's I know the, it's not three hours long, but it just feels like it because it's so but the, slow. But the thing is, though, it's like then you can say that Wrath of Khan, which was competing with, what, uh, Empire, is right. is a brilliant film. And, I mean, it's 
there, it's a lot more action. There's a lot more kind of wow to it. There's a lot more adventure. I mean, granted, the two men don't stand toe-to-toe and slug it out like they do in the Abrams films, but, I mean, it's well done. I mean, it's oh, yeah. very well done. I mean, you know? that, that was the, the old thing that we always said is when uh, Nicholas Meyer was directing a Star Trek fa- a film, you knew it without even seeing his name on the screen. You knew it by looking at the bridge and seeing the fire extinguishers. Yeah. <laughs> have, they always, have they always had fire extinguishers on the bridge? Yeah. So, but, but then, like in the third film, that's the first one where you actually had like in on um, in the in the films at least like Kirk fighting another man. You know what I mean? Like on screen, it's very rare for Star Trek. So oh, yeah. they kind they kind of started going that way with it because that was one of the complaints I saw online with the trolls was like i don't ever remember kirk fighting a man face to face with his fists the fuck out of a woman but i mean like you know it's just one of those things where i mean it's you've got to kind of have a bigger tent to get people in and if the movie does well maybe there'll be more shows so i mean like that's the thing though is that the movies haven't done i mean look at the opening weekend of star wars versus the last i mean you can yeah but star wars is a i mean that's a that's a generational phenomenon like well it's all right here's my thing it's marketing is a lot different too yeah i mean dude you can go to the grocery store and find star wars oranges i mean yeah bb8 (laughs) that was awesome like they put star i mean i was at the grocery store and i literally saw star star wars grapes and the and the and the Star Wars grapes were two dollars more than regular grapes, just because they had Star Wars. I mean, Star Wars is like it's 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 like Coca Cola. It's a phenomenon. Like you can't compete on any level with that. And right. it's and it's fantasy. I mean, it's it's space fantasy. It's magic. You know, it's yeah. it's it's not based in any kind of reality. Star Trek. I mean, like the dudes that watch Star Trek went, "Hey, we could make iPads. Let's do that." Let's make those things we see on TV. You can't make a fucking lightsaber, man. Like, the last time they tried to make a lightsaber, uh, that's what caused Chernobyl. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you, you can't do it. D- Dennis is nervously looking off screen. Now, I think my wife is putting my son to sleep, so. You gotta be quiet. Okay. She's like, tell the Jew to stop arguing about Jar Jar Abrams yeah. for the love yeah, of God. Man. It's Christmas. Let there be peace on this earth. I like I I like the TV shows. I love DS9. I've been telling Anton that that thing is awesome. That's my favorite. That's why I can't wait. Like I'll record DS9 episodes all day because I love that fucking show. I'm I'm <laughs> happy like my favorite track ever, dude. It's killer. Like it's, it's the best. It's like it, it's it's like the Ponderosa in space, man. Like it's amazing. Like I that, thought it was Gunsmoke. I that was always the vibe I got off of it. That the, the station was Dodge City. Yeah, totally. And everybody comes into town. And you know you got Marshall Cisco there to you know keep everything straight. Yeah, no, totally. And like the episode that I was watching with the where the guy died and they blame the uh, the 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 changer. That's a Oda, western. Oda. Yeah, that's a western episode where they're like, you got to get out of this town. Blah. It's like I was telling you the other day. There's like there's like things that happen in Deep Space Nine that. I remember when I was watching them directly reflect parallels in my life. And there's not a lot of shows where I feel like, I mean, granted, I don't know no shape change in men that I know of, uh, <laughs> but I, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm not sure. The one but, thing I will say is why does Odo always change into dumb shit? So far I've seen, <laughs> the change, 
He was a chair. He was a painting. He might as well be a wonder twin. And he was a cart. Yeah, he might as well be like a fucking bucket of water. And <laughs> well, I don't think you. I don't he, want to spoil bucket it. of water. I don't want to spoil anything. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say there. There is a I'm bucket in. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's really awesome. I but anyway, love that show. And because it's Arizona's really good. Like good with me recording and stuff, I'm down for DS9 all day. Oh, I'm really excited about DS9. It looks killer. Like it's different. amazing. And I love uh, Avery. Avery Brook is as Avery Brooks. Brooks. I love Avery Brooks's voice. Oh yeah. He's very calm and very cool, but then he gets very choppy sometimes. <laughs> but he's a voice talker. If you ever notice, he's always this far away from everybody who talks to him. It's an intimidation. Hi, going? You're like, it makes oh. you just want to back up just watching you. You're right. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Get off me. See, when I first started watching this, um, it was right after uh, Spencer for Hire and A Man Called Hawk went off the air. Yeah. That was my most recent memory of, of Avery Brooks. So when he shows up, at first I didn't even recognize him with you know the no beard and he had hair because on Man Called Hawk and on uh, Spencer for Hire, he had the goatee, he you know the shaved head, the, sh- the shades, dude, the shades and the big ass gun. Yeah. And so once they slowly let him evolve into and Starlog actually uh, one of the comics they had at the time was. Uh, See, I love it. No, it, dude, I love it. I just it love was it. Like, it, it. It was a little comic they did of uh, Captain Cisco or Commander Cisco, uh, full on. You know, he's got like the 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 leather jacket on, the duster almost over his Starfleet uniform. He's got the shades, the shaved head, the goatee, and they're like, "Okay, Avery, we, you know, you got to slow down the uh, the transformation to Hawk." It's killer. It's a killer show. So, I mean, much like Star Trek The Next Generation, though, once he uh, grows the beard, the the show starts getting even better. But the thing is, though, like, if you compare the first season of TNG to the first season of uh, of DS9, at least the first seven episodes, it's like TNG was written by, like, monkeys. Yeah, with, there's no like, comparison. The with, like, with no. their poop. Well, I mean, a lot of those are just modified TOS. Uh, yeah. It's yeah, funny, yeah. Plus, the Duras sisters show up in what episode two of yeah. DS Nine? Yeah, like th- I think it's three yeah. or something like that. But it's killer. Well, it's funny because they they actually mentioned DS Nine in this episode because that was the the big thing. One of the things that killed DS Nine was the overlap, is because they started yeah. like in fourth or fifth season of TNG, and when TNG ended, Voyager started, and DS Nine continued halfway through the the Voyager run. Yeah, because Janeway, they leave DS9, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, right. that's a big thing. And then, like, you know, obviously uh, Picard is there at the beginning of DS9 for the, their oh, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you have this overlap, but because most people, I, I guess what they've always said was that most people, let, you know, when TNG ended, they started Voyager because that was the one that came on immediately after, and they just most people just skip DS9 because oh, it was that it would have helped if they were all on the same network too. Yeah, they were. Yeah. yeah. Plus yeah. it was DS9 like is, I mean, and I don't know if this would be sacrilege to say, but I, I own the box sets of it. Battlestar or not Battlestar on um, Babylon five, another yeah. space station kind of Western was going on at the same time. Same DS9 time. Well, there, there was some controversy good. about that, that, uh, uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, Straczynski. Straczynski. Straczynski yeah. Yeah, he, sucks. he was trying to sell Babylon 5, and when he went to Paramount, they basically did him 
like CBS did uh, Roddenberry back in the 60s because Roddenberry was trying to sell Star Trek. When he went to uh, CBS, they were like, oh, no, no, we already have a space show coming up. And then all of a sudden they greenlit uh, Lost in Space. Interesting. And then with Babylon 5, when he went to Paramount, it was amazingly close. It was like, oh, no, we're actually uh, doing our own uh, Star Trek franchise uh, at a space station. And then yeah. suddenly, I mean, it was like within weeks of each other that the, the premiere episodes came out. Oh, yeah. And much like a bug's life and ants. Yeah, much I like a bug's life and ants. Bringing it back around. <laughs> Thing is, um, Except we're supposed to be stopping. Full circle. Full circle. It's karma because, uh, what, uh, J. Michael Straczynski uh, ruined Peter Parker and... And, uh, and Mary Jane, so I'm good. That Thor run was phenomenal. Yeah, that Thor run was good. That and they based a lot of the film off of that. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, he ruined Spider Man. I'm still big on the Walt Simonson era for Thor. I mean, that that was my time. So are we ever going to talk about this Star Trek episode? It's a good episode. We've said that like 10 times. Well, isn't that the thing, though, that, I mean, and granted, Ginny and I aren't on the show as much as we used to be. But, Which is sad because we miss you. Yeah. Um, and we miss you guys. And it's, it's, this is the holiday season. That this is fantastic. Like, um, I love this. Because we haven't been on an Anton show in ages. But, I haven't uh, been on an episode in ages either. I think the last episode you were on Anton was like season four. Yeah. You're like Wesley of, of <laughs> you're back from the Academy. Except people are glad when you're back. Yeah, and and you don't you haven't killed anyone yet. <laughs> Trying to cover it up. Yeah, Space Indians. I didn't know. I didn't kill anybody. I, didn't, I mean, I don't know why everybody's such a jerk to me. I only killed people and lied about it. I mean I'm the captain's illegitimate son. And I know everything. I'm a Mary Sue. <laughs> Which is a term now that I know because of the internet and the stupid Star Wars movie I haven't seen. Yeah. Wesley was definitely a Mary Sue for oh, t- Yeah, Wesley is the most annoying son of a bitch on the face of the earth. I mean, and I saw the, okay, the Rod Roddenberry thing, and I, I know that other Trek podcasts that I've been on are very pro-Rod Roddenberry. <laughs> um, and I think uh, Rod Roddenberry can S and uh, S. That was good. That was good, Jenny. Um, <laughs> but no, I think it's, well, I, I saw, his, I finally sat down and watched his documentary. Mm-hmm. And I was never able to connect with my father uh, when he was alive, and and I I saw these Star Trek fans, and I I you know they were always coming up to me telling me you know what a huge influence he was on their lives, and I wanted to to try to connect to my father through Star Trek, and what I'm hearing is my father made a shit ton of money <laughs> on this franchise, <laughs> and when he died, I really didn't get what I considered my share of that, so now I'm going to milk this bitch dry. I mean, and and so that that's what I'm. And honestly, like, who? I mean, how much does he really love his son if he names him Rod and his last name's Roddenberry? Like, come on, like really? Documentary. Uh, uh, Will Wheaton is there. What's his real name? Like, what's Rod Roddenberry's like real name? I think he's is he not Gene Junior or Eugene? I think he's Eugene Roddenberry. I think Uh, of all people, you would be the one to know Ben. I mean, no, I hate the son of a bitch. He was born. But, he was born at four o'clock in the afternoon. He weighed eleven pounds and ten ounces, which is quite big for a <laughs> child. Full term. But no, and I don't feel bad because you know Gene is dead, Majel is dead, so I can talk shit about Rod and not upset his parents. So, um, because I actually respect him. Because they would get word of this. I was listening to the dork track and 
and and the Jew was going on and on about how he hates little Roddy. Yeah, after he was after they were got done talking about my hot old lady boobs, they started talking about how much they hated our son. It's just not right. <laughs> They're usually such a positive uh, <laughs> podcast about the family and. No. <laughs> I mean, the Menage a Trois episode was excellent. Uh, Everybody was no. donking. I don't know what the hell. <laughs> no, but when they we, wanted to map my chest, sometimes we'll wait and cream. <laughs> Which is great because in the one episode of DS9 I watched, there was a steam and cream. There was. Yes. <laughs> What did you notice on this episode when Quark's talking to uh, Riker? And he says something like, well, we could have the uh, holograph, uh, the holo ho- suites. Yeah. Them. And Riker, Riker said, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> You've piqued my interest, sir. Mm, yes. Yeah. Uh, this is an open channel, Quark. <laughs> <laughs> and what was the, the big. Uh, why? Because he he does the he you know he, for the Ross sisters he does the yeah. boob hand thing yeah, yeah but he calls it because it's it's little tips big talk Bi- oh yeah big, big, big talk. talk little tips little tips and yeah. it was great because Haley immediately said did he just say little tits like, no, they can't say that on television <laughs> and they definitely wouldn't say that about the Ross sisters no they ooh I love because that that was they, another thing for teenage Ben that. Uh, I'm sure it still. I'm, I'm sure it still works for forty-year-old Ben. I mean, come no, on, get off your high horse. The thing is, though, don't the duress the duress sisters die in the films? Don't they? Yes. Yeah, they eat it in the yeah. in generations, don't they? Yeah, mm-hmm. they do. Does she have her son by then? No, but the timeline's been altered. Drats. Well, we don't know though. I mean, she could have. There's a little Ross bastard out there somewhere. We don't know. No, but that brings in pregnant in this episode. With the dagger from the episode, that means that both of them are gone. They wouldn't have been on the house crest, would they? Well, no, their father's on the house crest. Yeah, it's it's a generational thing. Okay, so yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but the thing is, is is there a Duras boy out there at this point? Like, did he make it or did he? She's pregnant in this episode. She's, yeah, she pregnant. So she pre- she pregnant, man. Yeah. yeah and, and Klingon's only gestate for like ten months, eleven months. So that. That would work. Now, are both of her uh, uteruses pregnant because she has <laughs> new? Well, no, she has a backup, and if yeah. you know, if once the first uteri has been uh, confirmed as having a viable pregnancy, the other he can kick off. through and live in the yeah. other one too. Well, the, the two, well, the two embryonic uh, Klingons have to like battle it out yeah they battle that's why you don't have Klingon twins <laughs> they, they actually have to do like a death battle inside and then one is a full grown man with the strength of a newborn baby inside of him like Dwight Schrute <laughs> well I mean look at Alexander I mean he was uh, supposedly three years old when Kalar died according to this episode yes yes he did not look three as mm-hmm. I recall and I will tell you this um, seeing old Alexander spoilers <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I guess beauty skips a generation in Klingon because Worf is a good-looking guy. Oh, he's uh, a handsome man. His mom is smoking hot, and he looks like like uh, like he was hit in the face with <laughs> pickles. Like he is an ugly son of a gun. This Alexander. You know, I spent wait, since I knew actually. You know, I knew the episode going into it, having watched it. God knows how many times. But um, it's a great episode. I'm looking at the uh, the ridges on young Alexander. <laughs> I was too. And, and old Alexander trying to see if they were, you know, 
were they this because i think like a tree you count the ridges and you see how old they are well no i was doing i was doing the same thing janny so i can't make fun of them i was like it's like are they the same because i know this is future alexander going into it you didn't know that though jenny you had never seen this one this This is a great episode really Oh, this one's killer. I thought it was a DS9 after Alexander came. Uh, the, the weird part about it is, though, uh, um, they accept the idea that this is future Alexander way too easily. Way too quick, it's, like, yeah. it's like, oh, I, I, I met a man. I met a man, and he sent me back into the past. Like, oh, cool. That happens all the time around here. Sure. Well, it does on uh, Doctor Who, so sure, why not? No, but, I mean, that's the thing, though, is that when he told – I mean, he was choking him out there until he told him. And he started masturbating. Well, I mean, yeah, because that's what happens as you slowly turn blue. You, I'm coming and going. <laughs> Sometimes you lose track of which one you're doing. Yeah. But um, David he, he <laughs> yes, bringing it back around. But, I mean, you you have uh, him telling things that happened as Kalar died. Yeah, it was tough, man. That was tough. That was a tough. Oh, I mean, they, that's going to convince you because yeah. nobody else knew that. No, I know. I, I'm, I'm cool with it. Like, I, I understand, but it was just all like, oh yeah, I was in the past. I was in the future, and then I saw this guy, and he sent me to the past. Yeah, but where are the, all the other guys? How does he go back? back in time? Yeah, how does like, he go how does back? He go back? Like, he just disappears. It's like, where that, do you wasn't, get, that wasn't the point of the. I know it's just the way my dumb brain works. It was weird. Like every oh, other I episode. Those questions oh, too. So, so when it happens with uh, you know Jar Jar Abrams Trek, fucking with a timeline is fine. But when it happens on no, an but epi- they explained it. They explained the red matter and all that stuff. At least we had an explanation. I mean, they did it. To be fair, they did it kind of poorly. It's red matter. <laughs> like, what is it? Oh, it's red. It's, I don't know. it's matter. <laughs> it's red. What does it matter? What does it matter? It's red. It's red. It doesn't matter. The one, period. the one thing I did dig about the episode too was in the beginning when uh, when Worf is doing that speech, I told Stephanie because we watched it together, I said, close your eyes, listen to the words, and think Dwight Schrute saying this. <laughs> and it totally fits. Like Dwight would say the exact same thing to his son, and I was really happy. Except there'd be more bear talk, I think. <laughs> Radishes. More, more beat talk. More, right. more beats. Beat. Beat. Come on, Ben, yeah. get with it. I don't I don't watch the show. You're out of here. <laughs> Too busy finding small, you know, minute things wrong with the Jar Jar Abrams track. I, I can't spend time watching other programs. Hey, you got to get your root vegetables right. Yeah, come I, on. I have to watch the movies that I hate fifteen to sixteen times a day. <laughs> oh wait, 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 wait! I think there was a comma. He he said it wrong. Slow down, slow mo. Yeah. Look at Spock's face. You can see the reflection. <laughs> I love this movie. I love this episode. It's a great. It's a great episode. Oh, I mean, you know, I, I hate. I hate Klingon episodes, but I've always loved this one. See, but that's weird because every. It seems like the past couple Klingon episodes we reviewed, you always say I hate Klingon episodes, but I like this one. So I think you like more Klingon episodes than you realize. Yes. It, it's like my racist grandmother, <laughs> right from <laughs> Alabama. It's one of the good ones. <laughs> where she hates all black people. All black people are. I gotta edit all this out, (laughs) except for her nurse. Her nurse, she was a. You never speak wrong about her. She was so good. She, the woman, is a saint of a lady. She was white on the inside. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I I discovered that my grandmother hated all black people except for the black people that she met. Right. So it's like once, anytime she got to know a black person, they. 
She would love Dennis. Well, they had the benefit of knowing her. Yes. <laughs> That's what it that, I mean, and, and, you know, she's a product of her time. I can't excuse her for what it's, she it's, it's, it's one of those things where maybe I just hate Klingons because Kurt told so me to hate Klingons. It's good. It's because it, Kurt. It's it's essentially the scene and do the right thing with Mookie and John Turturro. It's like, hey, who's your favorite baseball player? Doc Gooden. Who's your favorite singer? The Boss. It's Prince. You know, who's your favorite basketball player? Michael Jordan. They're all black. Black. Well, my favorite cool. basketball player was no, no, Larry they're Bird. Different. They're different, man. They're different. They're like different and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, you just hate Cl- in, the, in the meat locker real quick. <laughs> I hate Klingons and uh, Russians of the Soviet era who wanted to kill me when I was a baby. See, I've always liked the Klingons. They're cool to me. Like, uh, they're a great uh, enemy. I mean, like Soviet that. Russia. Yeah, but I mean, I just like I love all their folklore and stuff like that, and like I think it's awesome. And that's that's the beauty of TNG in my mind is the expansion of all that. Like yeah. you have all these cool like folklore stories and stuff, and I just think it's killer, man. I love and it. And DS9, DS9 is like half Klingon. It's just a lot of Klingon shit. It's fantastic. Yeah, I'm like Alexander. I, I think <laughs> well played, well played. Daily real talk. I think what it is is I was jealous because I was a huge Vulcan fan. I loved the Vulcans. I wanted to know more about the Vulcans, mm-hmm. and then Roddenberry specifically excluded the Vulcans from TNG. Why did he do that? He to, as a way to separate the two shows. Oh. Yeah. He he wanted this to be a new and different. He didn't want people to draw parallels to the original series, and so he excluded the Vulcans. And we emphasized the Klingons, and then that became like the fan favorite. And so young Ben was upset that his favorite characters didn't get expanded on. I wanted to know more about the Vulcans, but then you know, twist of twist of fate, um, Enterprise comes right. along, and we get more of the Vulcans, and it wasn't all that great. Well, I just think the I think the the Enterprise Vulcans were more conniving and sneaky than you wanted them to well, be. Well, they they were pre-Surak training. They were Vulcans. shifty. They were shifty. Yeah. They were shady Vulcans. Yeah. Meanwhile, Klingons just sing happy songs, drink funky food, and hit people with big metal bars. I mean, now, that's do, badass. Now, do you think when um uh when what was his name in the show? A Molark? When Molark and Kalis fought right for twelve days, right? They were reenacting that, which essentially they're just it, it's just cosplay. Like they're just it's a Ren fair, yeah. Which is killer. It is. It's a Klingon Renaissance fair. Klingon. Now, do you think? Do you think they really sang while they were doing it? Because that would make no. it so killer. Like, no, this is the musical version. No, yeah. no, no. They totally sang. It was like epic rock ballads and Klingon. <laughs> I do. Yeah, do it. Fucking. Yeah, I love it, man. Like, it's I love destiny. The one guy. It- the one guy looked like he was wearing Joseph's magic colored <laughs> coat. <laughs> it was so awesome. You missed the part where the guy comes out with a spear and magic helmet. One of the Klingons had that. It's fucking dope. Yeah. And then the, the thing too, the thing that I don't understand about it either was like Worf wants Alexander to be Klingon. Like that's his whole point. That's the whole point of this episode, like to be a warrior, to be more Klingon and to get into it. But every time Alexander shows interest, Worf pulls back. Yeah. Like, like the one scene where he's like, oh, dude, Worf is like, where have you been? I was watching the fire dancers. I need 50 bucks so I can see this mummified head. He's like, no, that's stupid. Let's leave. And then later on in the episode, at the end, when he wants to practice, Worf is like, yeah, we got time to practice, kid. You're not going to be any good at this. Let's just leave. So, like, he's into it. the future. <laughs> like, you're kind of stuck. 
you're kind of a fat pussy. So I mean, <laughs> I got you're ugly. I got yeah, you're an ugly fat guy. I got better things. Save to your do. shackles so you can. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh. Instead of doing this training, why don't you go do some sit-ups and maybe maybe put some moisturizer on your face because you're I ugly. Shave this thing. I don't know what's going on here, but. I had forgotten what was up with uh, Worf's eyebrows this season. They're killer, dude. I mean, it was the, the mini heads. They changed that turtle head several times in this series. And his eyebrows this season, because, you know, like I said, I've kind of dropped off of Dork Trek for a while. So when I come back to this one, it's like, wow, because I jumped, you know, like a good year of episodes here. The, the thing about Worf is when he's not on the bridge being the, the awesome dude that he is, when he's not training, he's grooming. Like, he's totally into, like, grooming his mustache and his beard and his eyebrows. Like, he's in ponytail. Actually, yeah. this season, he went with the permanent makeup. Yeah. He's had him yeah. move it off and then put the permanent makeup on. Like, a oh. Worf, I could see Worf, if this show was out right now, Worf would totally be rocking a man bun, dude. Dude. Like he would have, oh, like, yeah. Yeah. And like and he'd be rocking it. One of those big chunky scarfs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really nice highlights in this episode too. Like, yeah. Look, yeah. he's got like these stripes of just highlighted hair. Like, Worf spends a lot of time at the barber, like he getting <laughs> up. like yo man, let's make my eyebrows do some crazy shit. I, I mean, like let's do some. Cool I want them to look angry, but I want them to look sexy also. Yeah. yeah. So he was hot. the first metrosexual. Yeah, Worf is hot, dude. Like he's, which is why I don't understand why his son is so ugly. <laughs> Skips a generation. I, it has to because his mom is hot, and like you, you have to wait for the next generation. Yeah, exactly. Whoa. And then he falls in love with a man who is in the body of a really hot chick. Yeah, well, you know, it was an old Klingon man in the body of a hot chick. <laughs> Because I told Stephanie that, and she was like, really? I was like, yeah, War falls in love with a guy. And it's awesome. <laughs> and who cares? What? Yes, DS9. On DS9. Basically a transsexual. Yes. Don't, what, don't what spoil it for. I want I mean, to, to. Come on, dude. No, everybody knows. She doesn't. Let, let her learn this. <laughs> it's really awesome. Let like I have this joy. I haven't even seen it, and I think it's killer. Like she I'm so excited. Introduce me to Klingon female. <laughs> no, she's not <laughs> a, Klingon. She's a Klingon. Oh, okay. So and like, the actress who plays her is smoking hot. Like oh, oh my yeah. gosh, Terry Farrell is a gorgeous woman. That's the only reason I watched Becker. She was on Becker. That's the only reason to watch Becker. <laughs> yeah. She was. She worked at the the cafe. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was like that's what she left. It, I didn't think for. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, she's a she's golly, she's hot. Yeah. Wowie zowie. <laughs> I would like. It's hard to believe she was a man. But, hey, I don't care. <laughs> she was a couple men actually. Yeah. Gotta get my Klingon dicks wet. <laughs> well, and you you see the old school Klingons from Toss when they show up, they show much respect. Yeah, she can yeah, take the, a pounding. Jesus, the, the trills are cool, man. They're cool. I, this, I I'm really excited about DS9. Like, like yeah. TNG is killer, and I'm gonna miss it because I can't. It's, we're getting close. You've only got a couple episodes left. Four, yeah. right? Yeah, I think four or five. Yeah. But once you better. Well, I mean, you know, whatever. It's one. I'm, I'm going to cry when you guys get to the last episode because that that I haven't watched oh that episode God. but twice. 
Very, very moving. It is. It's good, man. But this episode was also good. We didn't really spend much time talking about it, but it's still pretty awesome. Time travel, Klingons. Yeah. Riker. Yeah, awesome. Yep. Cool. Yeah, it was awesome. It was great. And it was really sick. Make boobs signals. The glitter. They explode the thing in space. And the that, was a real, that was a really good idea. The bird of like, prey. That was dope. And I like how no one on the bridge had like the ideas of what Riker. They just thought Riker was wasted, like giving him the wrong <laughs> coordinates. Like, uh, sir, you realize you're not. That's not going to be on the ship. Just do what I say. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to spell it out for you, man. Just come on. Well, I think like one of the weirdest scenes in the entire episode. I'm, though, I'm a functional alcoholic. Functional. I know what I'm doing. What about when like Worf and Data and Jordy and that rando dude that has no lines walk into the room with that Gorat guy who's just like sitting there <laughs> with like a cup in a room by himself in like that mine hanging? Yeah, yeah. yeah just just <laughs> chill. And they all walk in together and they just stay like in this tight little group and they're like, uh. Hey, and he's like, how are you doing? What are you guys here for? <laughs> I think that my favorite part of the episode is Picard, because all he does is go, oh, well, don't you know there's this cool Klingon festival going on this weekend? All right, I'll see you guys later. That's it. I'm done. I, I got to go. I, I dig. It's like, <laughs> once, once you're a chat each, you get the yeah. newsletter every yeah. week. <laughs> and it's awesome, too, because I feel like Picard has been in no i feel like he's got senioritis like he's been in no episodes this season like he just shows up for like two minutes at a time like all right cool i'm here let's shoot this fucking thing all right i gotta go what do we call it that uh in the military when you got close to your your it's like short timer syndrome retired on duty. yeah the, the road program yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like he just he doesn't give a fuck he's just like oh yeah so yeah there's this festival and we'll see all right that's it i'll see you guys next week peace <laughs> I've hit the minimum for that. Yep, that was four like, lines. I get a check. And <laughs> he turns into Brando in Star Wars. Like, look, you guys got 10 minutes to shoot this thing, and I'm out of here. And I get top billing. Peace. But yeah, it's it awesome. awesome. This whole episode's great. I love it. Well, it's also got that line where, uh, what, what the fuck does Worf say to Lursa? He says something to the effect of, like, I don't know, like, you're a rusty blade, or like, you yeah. can't. You, know, you can't, can't dull a rusty, dull a rusty blade. blade or some shit. And she's like, how dare you say that to me? Well, this Warps is a lot of cool things. Like, there's no time for this foolishness. <laughs> so awesome. Like, this whole episode is killer. Or like, what is the meaning of this? I don't know. You got hit with a water balloon. That little kid <laughs> at the beginning. He's like, I don't want to do I didn't want to hit you. I like how he emphasized you. I didn't yeah. want to hit you. I'm out. I'm out. I think uh, that was the bartender's kid. That's Ricky, the kid who's been showing up all season. <laughs> that's Ricky. That's that. Is he like he's cousin Oliver? <laughs> he's just like the uh, the kid that he was there when Data was making the little clay. Thing. That's right. That's right. He's just the the uh, black kid on the ship. I think he's the. Uh, re- remember the bartender from Ensigns of Command? Not Ensigns of Command. Uh, Lower decks. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I, I think, think this is his kid. Yeah. Kid. Or, or it's um uh, uh what's her face's kid who kills the dog with that Jordy falls in love with like Jordy got roped into taking care of her kid somehow. Aquiel. Yeah, it's Aquiel's kid, <laughs> <laughs> and Jordy got roped into taking care of him. Look, I, Aquiel said, "Look, Jordy, I got to go to the store to get a pack of cools. I'll be I'll be, I'll be back in a couple minutes." And she never came back. And Jordy just got this kid. He's like, "What the fuck do I do with Ricky, man? Like, what?" And Ricky just runs it around, and he sleeps in the Jefferson. <laughs> and that's it. 
Oh. Like, that with Argyle. Argyle shanty town in the- <laughs> <laughs> He gets he does, he gets some you know some latinum on the side making deliveries for Uncle Argyle. That's another thing they they kept mentioning money a lot in this episode, but like what purpose does it serve? Like there's yeah, no- and I saw Worf. Uh, when the guy with the bag of uh, gummy worms comes, yeah, did he like give him a? Did he give him some buttons? Like here, here's yeah, a button. That's the thing is, like in the Federation, there's no money, but this is like a Klingon outpost, so I yeah. guess the Klingons still use currency. And like yeah. on DS9, it's not a. I mean, it's Federation, but they still have. People yeah, they're, throwing, they're throwing money all over the place on DS9. Like they're just bribing people and blackmails and stuff. But well, it's like John Dotton. Yeah. Well, Ra- what what Riker has a stack of latinum, like, and he's he's talking about like, he's bribes Cork with it, and Cork's like, yeah, he's just stacking it. <laughs> he's like a rapper. He's <laughs> making rain. <laughs> yeah, but when you make it rain with latinum, latinum it, it yeah, it's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt. Yeah. You're gonna leave a bruise. But he that's why. Bruised. Yeah, that's why they're lucky that they have those shells because he throws. <laughs> Yeah, but he'd just be he be just stacking chips, son. He'd be like, oh, oh my God, all my Latinum, son. You can't compete with this. Uh. Gold pressed. <laughs> we got some Latinum. <laughs> like, you guys dealing Platinum. I'm right. I got Latinum, son. <laughs> Drop the P. I'm a whole nother. Pretty soon I'm just going to have um. That's how much chips I got. Um. Mmm. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> Gold pressed um. Yeah, dude, he's he's a baller, son. Like he he won so much. He cleaned out Cork. DS9. Like he cleaned him out. Yep. Yeah. He's like, oh shit, I don't have enough money to cover this. Like you damn son. Here's some but vouchers. Cork yeah. gets them though, because Cork gives them vouchers, but they're only vouchers for Cork's bar. It works, yeah. but I mean Riker still has them. Like Riker owns that dude. Riker's there every month. Yeah. <laughs> Riker's collecting. It was the but worst. I, it was the worst decision Quark ever made. It's like I should just paid. This I imagine guy. Riker just gets him. What is it? A class nine uh, probe? Is that what <laughs> Art came into the ship on? Like Riker just shoots himself and warps himself over to DS nine every now and then. Uh, I got to go do some investigating over there. Uh, something happened. I don't know. Yeah, they may have some clues on this Voyager thing happening. I don't know. My friend O'Brien got in some trouble. I got to go handle some stuff. Keiko's dancing now. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants that. Yeah. Nobody wants that. No, they even mentioned how much Keiko sucks in like the third episode of <laughs> yeah. DS9. Miles! Miles! <laughs> no wonder he's working all the time. Yeah. He's no, breaking I mean, like, stuff on the station. But <laughs> no, but they mention like uh, uh, Cisco mentions that like, well, if your wife hates this place so much, she'll be out of here soon because if you keep fucking around, like he just straight up says like, your wife's a pain in the ass, dude. Dude, Nog talks shit about her like constantly. It's awesome. <laughs> I want to start a school, Miles. Yeah, can you do it like in public? <laughs> can you do? It? Let me ask you this: Can you do it silently? <laughs> Miles, <laughs> like, the best like, place would be outside the ship, out just completely out. No, no. I would love to see like like a, a show that is I love Lucy, but it's uh, Miles and Keiko, and like she just wants to be famous in the shows, and that's the whole show. Put me on the bridge, Miles. <laughs> Put me in ops, Miles. I can do it. I'm going to the promenade, uh, Miles. Hey, they need a botanist on the bridge, Miles. <laughs> Every night before he goes home, he puts a phaser in his mouth. 
<laughs> just just so he knows how it feels. Well, what he does is he has these he he has the six power packs for the phasers. One is depleted, right? Or a maybe five aren't. four are depleted. <laughs> he doesn't know. So he shuffled. There's only one fully charged phaser pack. Shuffles them up. Tonight will be the night. Slaps it into the phaser. Sticks it in his <laughs> mouth. Nope. Click. And he goes, I, don't, I don't know. I think he's got one that's depleted and five that are fully charged. <laughs> well, he's the point, unluckiest man on the station. <laughs> like, 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 no spoilers, but at some point, he goes off with Worf to, like, grand claim on war. Like, they go off together. Not, not phaser war, like, Batleth war. Uh, with Worf, because he's just like, I'm fucking done. And, and like, Worf gives a rousing speech, and then Miles is like, my name is Miles O'Brien. I don't want to be here anymore. And they, like, run off and do some crazy shit. And to be fair, I mean, the show is, like, 20 years old, so I don't think there is a... There, I think the statute yeah. of limitations on spoilers is... It's 20 years old. If you haven't seen it by now. That's it's like awesome episode. You are going to be amazed, though, with some of the DS9 episodes from 20 years ago. They still um, hold up. That hold up, not only hold up, but are relevant to social issues that now. we face every day now. Yeah, hardcore. The, with the war on terror, that that is just like four. Yeah, you can see that, though. You can see that early with the Bajorans and the... Oh, no, no. Wait till the war starts in fourth season and your brain That's is cool. exploded. Fucking Jim Adar. So... Or all the medical stuff. I mean, just the way that uh, the whole thing with uh, how people live in a medical-driven lifestyle as opposed to like a public-driven lifestyle and what is okay to be done to a fetus or like a a, a child without their consent. Like all that shit is awesome. The way they handle it is very tactful. Oh, wow. So Star Trek being about social issues and shoot them up on on TV. On TV, but you but you but you also mentioned a war and battlefield fighting and like, come on, man. I mean, there's got to be a happy medium. Again, I don't want to pay twelve bucks and watch people talk at a table in 3D. It's fucking stupid. Like, I'm I'm pretty sure the Bajorans have motorcycles too. I don't think that's a. I mean, I really, I think I, I, I don't. They're, sure? they're not that they're not that interesting i like them. what kira kira narice she's one of my favorite characters in all she of would ride a uh, she would ride a motorcycle but they didn't have them she would have to go to earth and be like oh this is cool ancient she's, earth motorcycle. No, i heard i heard they're like rough riders the bajorns oh no no, no i'm they, sorry no with kira she they run with dmx a rough rider but she was you're not talking about bikes open up oh I can, oh. see, I can see Major Kira going, talk is cheap, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As the Bajor oh, man, the mic. Stop. <laughs> Stop. That's Stop actually fifth season of PS9 when she does that. She just yeah. opens up. just Bajorans want to run. Bajorans want to <laughs> So, all right, well, like, um, it's late. Yes. Who's, who's, who's working tomorrow? Anybody working? Nope. Nope. Good. Oh. I am. Oh, no, sorry. Sorry, buddy. Sorry. Welcome to Dork Trick. That was a- hop on that sleigh. So, I, hey guys, I'm ready to start re- start recording anytime. You- <laughs> All right, let's let's do it. All right, that's like two. Uh, so hours. This episode is fantastic. Two uh, two hours of fun, almost. I'm glad I got to join in for the second hour of it. <laughs> this is awesome. When are we doing it again? Yes. Yes, yes. So uh, so that's that, everybody. We will talk to you guys soon. Thank you for listening to the Dork Trek Christmas Party, and we will be back next week. Goodbye, every friends.